Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? No rules. <laughs> it's a no rules Saturday night podcast. I can answer however I want. We went out to dinner. Your dad's like, we should do a no rules podcast. And I was like, okay. And then he's like, are we going to do that podcast when we get home? And I was like, yep. Do you want me to make you a drink? And he said, yep. And now he has the drink I made him in one hand and a beer in the other hand. That's the reason God made me with two hands. <laughs> what about the microphone? Uh, you know, he allowed me to juggle. <laughs> uh, so what do you want to talk about? Right. And go. I mean, we got some dog updates, but we can save some of them for the main pod next week. I mean, I got nothing giant. There Listen, never is anything giant on a new rules. It's in bitses. Well, let's let's do a brief Voods update. There's not a ton to say, um, and we'll probably have a more thorough update for the regular pod. But um, Saturday, we went to Home Depot to buy some plants at like 2 in the afternoon. And it has been six weeks since Voods was up for a spa weekend in Miami. He's been going every four weeks and so we knew he was kind of due for a seizure and we got home from home depot and he was real he's been real perky he's and been so perky. and every time i've said he looks real perky he's been real perky you go yeah it's never it good. worries me what's <laughs> going on in his brain and i yeah weird yeah so while we were at home depot he had a seizure um when he has his big violent seizures he poops himself a lot of the time and he had done that while we were gone. He never does it any other time. And he was kind of wobbly. So we knew he had had a seizure. And we gave him the post-seizure medicines. But he basically never just has one seizure. And so we're just kind of waiting. That was like 3 p.m. we got home. Yeah. We're waiting. And at like 8.45, Ingo's like, I'm going to go to bed so I have some sleep before I have to drive him up to Miami. And I was like, I'm going to stay up with him until he has the next seizure. I mean, worst case, I wouldn't have to do it. And I just went to bed early. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And I'd, at 1 o'clock, I'd be like, case. all right, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Um, but he had a second seizure around 11. Yep. And so we called the neurologist office and I was like, all right, we're bringing him up. And they're, you know, normally you bring a dog in for emergency after three seizures. But for Voods, the protocol we've agreed on is two because he, if he has two, he always has a third one. And uh, this was some kind of newbie down there. And he's like, I just continue to monitor him. And I'd be like, we bring him after two. Like, we're coming. You know, it takes us three hours to get there, sir. He's like, yeah, you know, I think you can just monitor him. And, and I was like, yeah, listen, he <laughs> never has just two. He has three. We need to bring him. And he's like, okay, hang on. And he's like, <laughs> and he comes back. He's like, so you want to bring him? I was like, yeah, we do. And he's like, all right, well, I can head up here. I'm like, great. We'll be there. We being Ingo at 2.30 in the morning. I think you, but you said, look, I'm happy to drive him. It was clearly. I offered a, to drive. A, a joint decision that I would drive. Yep. It's not like you, you were like, not, I'm not going. You go. No, no, no. No. Um, so Ingo left around 11.30, got up there at 2.30. He did have one little seizure in the car. Not me. <laughs> that's right uh which gets us to the three seizures that dude would have wanted and you know when ingo called he's like yeah you just had a little seizure i was like see if we had waited then you would just be leaving now yeah. at 2 a.m okay. instead of having left at 11 30 yeah no so regrets that that worked out it yeah. was good um so you know, I'm talking on the phone. Like they always call me because my number's in the system. So, I'm, <laughs> and I know yeah. all his medicines and stuff really well. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm giving him the rundown and I was, you know, everybody knows who he is now because he's there all, <laughs> all the time. So when I called, I was like, this is Jen Goldbeck about voodoo. Uh, normally he comes and sees you every four weeks. On weekends. Uh, actually, on weekends. <laughs> we're past due. It's been six weeks. He's coming and they're like, oh, voodoo, of course. <laughs> so when I was talking to the the nurse who helped take him in, uh, I was like, you know, here's all this stuff. And she's like, okay, I'm like, by the way, you know, this was like 2.33 in the morning. I was like, by the way, now that it's Sunday, it's his birthday today. And she's like, oh, it's his birthday. I'm going to tell everybody it's his birthday. And uh, this morning they sent me like a little birthday card. They took some pictures of him and they put it in like a little <laughs> like template birthday card and texted it to me. It was yeah, very cute. Goofy Vood's face and, and birthday cards. No, it was adorable. Even at three in the morning when I was down there, she was like... Happy birthday, Voodoo. Happy birthday. Oh, look at you. And, I mean, they, <laughs> they clearly enjoy having him. It's a very suspicious arrangement. I think I think he has some deal with them where he's like, <laughs> I'm I'm due for a spa date. You know, I got some lady dogs I got to visit up there. <laughs> I'm going to fake some seizures and get, get the dude to drive me, get the Honestly, man to drive me. if he'd fake the seizures, that would be better than having to watch him go through the seizures. I don't think his plan is very good. Yeah. I don't think he fakes them. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. So anyway, the my triumph of the evening was that I convinced Ingo to stay at a hotel. I'm like, you, I know you could turn around and drive home from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m., but how about I just get you a hotel room and you sleep as long as you want and then get home? And you said yes. Normally you resist that. Sign of maturity. Because yeah, was good. In, in the olden days, I would have been like, no, it's like a road trip. Got to force it through. Drink a bunch of energy drinks. And it's not worth it. It's worth the hotel. I got up at 830 and drove. Back, and, and then it seemed piddly to think I only had three hours to drive. I was like, I'm used to getting up in a motel or a hotel and having 17 hours or eight hours left to drive. This yeah. was This was nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I could have had their like continental breakfast and, you know, taking the time. So schedule wise, you left here at 1130 p.m. on Saturday, dropped foods off at 230 a.m. on Sunday. Yeah. You drove back here. You left there around 830 on Sunday. Today is Sunday. I was gone like 12 hours. And then tomorrow, Monday, you're taking Remy back up to Miami for a specialist appointment mm -hmm. and bringing him back. But Voods won't be ready to go until <laughs> at least Tuesday. So uh, Tuesday or you know maybe a little later, depending on how he does, uh, we will then be again up in Miami. So it's kind of like you're commuting to Miami. Yeah. I mean, in my head movie... You know, Voods bribed them and was like, you, "Hey, you got I got some plans on Monday. I gotta stay. I gotta stay through Monday. Can you guys just keep me through Monday? Oh I gotta. I got the art show to go to. There's a concert <laughs> I need to catch. <laughs> yeah, because he's he. Sh it's real close to being able to pick him up like Monday night. Yeah, it if won't. It, knock it won't on wood, be, but if, if yeah. he stays seizure free, yeah. Yeah, it's still gonna be Tuesday. So there's just no way it'll yeah. work. Oh. Um, but, and you know, nobody said we were efficient. <laughs> no. And like, we can't move this appointment for Remy. We made this appointment in like January. Oh my God. That was like the next available was, yeah. If we, if we lose this one, it's June. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that's just an internist checkup. There's nothing terribly wrong with Remy that we know about that we, or, you know, that we suspect it's just checking up yeah getting, getting a specialist to look at him. But, uh, so Voods anyway, they put Voods on an IV, um, because 
every other time we bring him up there, they're like, okay, well, we'll watch him. And then he has more seizures and then they put him on the IV. And so when I was talking to the neurologist, she's like, we're just, we're just going to put him on the IV. Can we just skip that step? <laughs> and uh, so he's been on this IV drip of midazolam, which is a anticonvulsant. Um, and they just started weaning him off of it tonight. They called it like six with his updates. So they just started. So they're going to wean him off overnight and then probably in the morning he'll be done getting weaned off and then he has to be seizure free for 24 hours after that before he comes home so that would be tuesday morning um he may have another seizure i would say most of the time he has another seizure when they wean him off the <laughs> midazolam the first time and then they got to put him back on repeat the whole thing then he's on it for like you know 24 hours you know 18 hours and then they start to wean him again so yeah, that's right. It's only like best case that I have to drive up there on Tuesday and get him. I, yeah, I, it would be I, unusual know. actually if yeah. you were able to get him it's, Tuesday. It's, a, it's based on history. It is more likely it'll be Wednesday or later. Mm -hmm. But it'd be great if he had no more seizures. It that would, would be so good. Would be. He has not had any more seizures there so far, so that's good. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's it's weird that. I can't stay stay awake through a crappy shark movie <laughs> for two hours, but I ha it, it's much easier to stay awake for the drive with voodoo in the back because it's like high pressure. You know, there's really no question. You know, it's very it's very much mission oriented. Yeah, I also call you like every forty five minutes, and I was like, "Hi, just checking in, making sure you're not falling asleep at the wheel." <laughs> what you want to talk days? about stuff? I'm just gonna let it ring through, and then <laughs> I'm gonna text you and be like, "Oh, sorry, I was sleeping." Oh my god. <laughs> I know the way. It's fine. <laughs> it, I, you know. I'm tech savvy enough that I could track your location if I wanted to. Like yeah. we don't we don't have that turned on by default. You but don't know if I'm on the road or in the ditch next to the road. <laughs> I usually, I mean, I can track it enough that I can see the dot moving. If I take a sharp right turn and end up in the ocean, <laughs> I, I'd be able to see that on the GPS. But well, I I would only do that in case of emergency. Yeah. Like if you just let it ring through <laughs> at two in the morning. <laughs> um, Anyway, anyway, so that's that's what's going on with Vood. So we'll have an update when we Voods. do the regular regular podcast this week. Um, there, it's been quite an eventful few days, but we could maybe save the Remy update for the regular pod, unless you want to talk about it now. No, it's okay. It's not no rules really. All right. Well, there will be a dramatic Remy update. He's fine, um, but a bad dog. <laughs> he's he's back. There's a I'm couple. Probate. There's a couple of those stories of Remy who is fine, but a bad dog. From everyone's this week. on probation. It's fine, except well, Guac is actually pretty good. He's a good boy. Vink, you're doing fine. Guac has been, as long as he's not bored, he doesn't run away. If you bore him, if I fail to stimulate him and mm -hmm. don't throw the ball, he will sometimes look for stimulation elsewhere, or crab bait, whatever it is next door. He's been very good though. Look, was the next door neighbor's gone? His his bait. Food That's true. Giving buddy is gone, <laughs> so the, the thing is gone. But anyway, Doc is proceeding. Speaking in yeah. connection with Guac. Uh, it should be done this week. You've been pre-training Guac on Doc jumping. Ugh. Yeah. We uh, our 
friends who live a couple blocks over were out of town this week and they very graciously were like if you want to work at our house you can because it's so loud here both outside and inside with all the work going on and i was like heck yes i'm gonna come work at your house with nobody there it's like asylum or yeah and they also have a golden so they're like you know bring whoever you want over so i brought guac and uh as soon as we got under their house and i unclicked his leash he just ran to their they have a little floating dock and jumped in the water and like swam around and right? swam, just swam around. around in little circles so uh admit, we were misses it. doing some dock diving off of their little dock yeah i mean right now we could let them swim but it involves going over that like floating silt trap and you know with the dock there it's just that there's been the pillars and it just seems like it's a lot of effort to make sure no one gets tangled or runs into stuff or i don't know it's, it's we're, we'll once the dock is done i think we'll get back to a swimming water-based yes routine yeah for sure so we're getting uh so the way that the dock installation goes is that there's like a ramp that goes from the yard up to the dock and then there's the dock platform itself and the ramp up is going to have it's all the the wood they use for that is composite so it's not actually wood so it doesn't rot which is good um but it looks like wood boards on the ramp but then the regulation in the county, because we're very environmentally protective here in the Keys, mm -hmm. is that if you put in a dock now, there has to be 45% sunlight penetration through the dock, which means you can't just have a solid like wood planked dock. It's got holes. Yeah. So there's sort of like a, it's a composite material. So it's not PVC, but it's kind of like that, a sort of plasticky vinyl Really thing. strong plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Very strong. Um, and it's the same color as the wood looking stuff that they use. And, uh, but it, yeah, it's kind of like a grating, but apparently it's fine for dogs to walk on the, the guy who's building it. He's like, dogs will walk on this just fine. And so that's what the outside part's going to be. So it's, it, you know, I don't think it looks as nice as having wood planks, but I absolutely understand like that we are trying to preserve our very beautiful and fragile ecosystem. And that means, I think the idea is the so sun can get through for seagrass for seagrass. Yeah. For, whatever's under expecting sun i mean it may be a little bit excessive but that's okay better yeah. to err on the side of having seagrass grow i'd love to have seagrass grow there we we have yeah. less than our neighbors i think because it's been silting up yeah um but our neighbor has like they have a lot of grass yeah well th but with the grass they have lobsters and then they yeah. have that moray eel that's yeah. like eating all their crab traps <laughs> i mean it's a real friggin' nature documentary next an door octopus yeah yeah <laughs> He had an octopus, but he's also been he's he's like got video of him counting the spiny lobsters. Yeah. Just off his under his dock. And there's like 20 of them. Yep. But then he also has a video of the moray eel that was robbing his crab traps of <laughs> crabs and maybe lobsters, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we don't have any of that. We just have a little fish and hopper. That's right. So so the dock is going to have like a wood looking ramp up to it and then the the kind of slatted decking and then off the end of the dock we're going to have a ramp um so it'll have like a hinge that connects it to the dock so if the tide comes up or goes down it's not going to try to rip the ramp off because it'll it has like a, a slight little float at the end but basically it hangs down into the water so the dogs can get in and out um plus there's little stairs that are gonna they're sort of there now they're made out of rocks but they're gonna grind the rocks flat so there will be many ways for them to get in the water in addition to dock diving yeah, and so that and that silt floaty will be gone. So that'll be the, that's actually the biggest pain right now. Is yeah, that, that yellow thing in the water. They have to step over that thing coming and going. They and that they hate that. 
Yeah. They hate climbing over that thing. So I, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like it either. Trying to assist them because you're like knee deep in or thigh deep in water and trying to lift them around. Yeah. Hopefully they take that out this week too. Then we can use towels again. Our laundry bill has gone way down. I Our know. water consumption has gone way down because we don't hardly use the dog towels right now. We used to do one or two, we meaning you, used to do one or two loads of just towels every day. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Now we're doing no loads of towels. Like one a week is is a, a lot. I know. You guys will love it. You'll be so psyched. Maybe this week. Maybe this week, guys. Yeah. One, they have to inspect the current progress. And That's then happening Monday. And they can finish Monday. the rest of the progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Inspector's coming Monday. So we're getting there. Hopefully everything will be done on Friday. If it's not, it's all going to be, you know, a couple days of the following week. But I, I think it'll all get done this week. We're so. really surprisingly coordinated that, that everything may be done the end of this week. Yeah. Which we didn't, couldn't plan because we couldn't really control when they started. Yep. Um, but that'd be great. So we don't have to like exile ourselves onto the porch with the porch door closed mm-hmm. so the dogs don't escape every time the the bathroom guys go in and out of the house. Yep. Who knows? Yep. So it'll be nice. Oh, it's going to be so good. For those of you lucky enough to not have had home improvement projects, it's really a pain to have workers in your house all the time. And the workers are great who are working no, on Absolutely. Our house. They're not jerks. They're anything. lovely, but... Yeah, there's still like people everywhere all the time. And that that aren't you. Yeah, <laughs> that aren't, that right. aren't like family. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And with six dogs, it's much more complicated. It sure is. Escapey dogs. Escapey dogs with their own. And we have to keep the gate open outside, so we really can't let the dogs outside. Yeah. They can't just hang out in the yard. Because everyone's coming and going. <laughs> all right. So that's kind of brief dog updates and house updates. Brief. Um, Briefish. Epic. This was epic. All right. So here's what I wrote down. But I was like, you can't say this on the normal podcast because you sound like an old man. Who, me? You. Yeah. We were in like laying (laughs) in bed. I don't I don't think we'd even gotten up. We were just kind of like hanging out. There were probably people here working on the house. And you're like, you know what we should talk about on the podcast? Chewy. And I was like, what should we say about Chewy? And you're like, Chewy's great and people need to know that. And I was like, <laughs> literally everyone who has a dog knows what Chewy is and that it's great. Like you can't be you can't be like that old white guy who's like, you know what people don't like enough? Pizza. I just Pizza's invented really good. I just invented pizza and it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. I need not just But you're like, no, I chew you're like, I didn't know about Chewy, and I was like, that's because you're an old man. Like we've been using Chewy since the beginning. But this is a no rules podcast, so I now will not interrupt you as you sing the praises of Chewy and educate like the one person who's not heard of it about oh how great it is. Oh my goodness. See, I think there is a potential there are potential people out there who Old are new mm, new pet owners mm-hmm. who aren't used to obtaining supplies online and hmm. you know make the mistake that I did was trying to buy stuff off Amazon. It's much better to go through Chewy. They're faster and they have better stuff. Amazon doesn't do prescriptions. Well, uh, it exclude well first of all, hey, Chewy does prescriptions. That's good to know. <laughs> I did not know this. But you the, uh, knew this? We All I of know. our prescriptions I, come before, from Chewy. Uh, <laughs> before we started using Chewy. We didn't always use Chewy for like 
five years ago we weren't using them. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they existed. Mm -hmm. Let me sneak all that in while you're taking a drink. <laughs> you can't defend yourself right now. <laughs> Mouthful of glass. <laughs> anyway, so I was I was ordering like dog food and stuff off Amazon, and it was kind of hit or miss and crappy. But chewy, at least you get fresh food and. For us, the dehydrated chicken, less crumbled. And you can do, you know, repeat shipments and, yes, everything else. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm impressed with, with Chewy for pet food and pet accessories. And I think they have a good corporate ethic and I'm happy to support them. And boy, do we support them. They're really nice. They have sent us flowers when dogs have died before. Birthday cards. Birthday cards for the dogs. So yeah, it has, the, has the feel of a smaller outfit, which is nice. Yeah, they're, they are definitely very lovely. Amazon lovely. didn't send us any cards. <laughs> 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 all right, that's all. <laughs> it was maybe a lot of build up for not much payoff, but that's me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I have no comment. Look, I made you laugh. That's a, that's a total win. I win. You think we should do anything about Brody? You mean feed? <laughs> he's he's working himself up into a little frenzy here. Oh, we could Brody try man. to ignore it, but that does not make the frenzy go I've away. I've been trying to do that. He's been panting his head off. Okay, I'll I'll uh, tend to Brody man. All right, we'll be right back. And we're back. There we go. I often wonder if it would be cheaper to try to give chief brody therapy than all the extra food we give him after dinner yeah because he really probably is eating from anxiety and not hunger the I, guy's not hungry that's true but like the anxiety does not abate he, he just works himself it, into it feels the same as hunger yeah yeah so we give him extra dinner and green beans and he seems better yeah he's still a little anxious can I read you this Florida man story that somebody sent me today? Yeah. N it's not a Florida Keys story. What am I going to say? No, like an idiot? The Florida is a big state, you guys. It's a an extremely large state. Big state with pockets of stupidity. Deep 27 pockets. million weird people. Deep pockets of stupidity. Third most populous state in the union. Half of them trying to get away from something. <laughs> extremely big land-wise as well. People trying to get away from something. The keys are 75,000 people out of 27 million, and we're just a little comma at the bottom. Yeah. Very small. Uh, so there's a lot of Florida that's not us. I think a lot of people who, like, listen to the podcast maybe don't understand our geography relative to Florida, or, you know, they just sent me everything, which is great. Like, you guys should keep sending all the stuff that you send. But people are like, maybe this for the podcast? And it's like, that happened like a 12-hour drive away <laughs> from here. Yeah. But it's a No Rules podcast, so I'm going to read you this one, which is on CNN, <gasps> easy to access. And the headline is, Florida man dies after crushing his car into an 11-foot alligator. Wow. A Florida man has died after crashing his car into an 11-foot alligator. This is not anywhere near the Keys. The crash occurred after midnight Thursday, according to a statement from the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. So the guy's name is John Hopkins. Well, interesting. John Hopkins, which everybody thinks the university is called, but it's not called that. It's Johns Hopkins. So he's the university. not the university. Nope. John Hopkins was driving east. I love these. I love this like pinpointing location. Was driving east on County Road 672 in 
Lithia, about two miles west of County Road 39. <laughs> like, <laughs> thanks, guys. That's like, oh, where's County Road 672 in Lithia? Oh, well, it's two miles west of County Road 39. Uh, <laughs> Lithia is 25 miles east of Tampa. <laughs> so whatever, that's an eight-hour drive. From Inland here. from Tampa. Yes, that's right. Uh, so John Hopkins driving in Lithia, struck an 11-foot alligator in the roadway, Hopkins' car veered off the road, turned into a ditch where a passing driver noticed it and called 911. Hopkins and the alligator were both deceased when detectives arrived. Oh, on the poor scene. alligator. I mean, poor John Hopkins, too. He was minding his own business. I don't know. That alligator's tall. I'm thick. guessing. It's a, not a flat. I'm just. I'm going to venture a guess that County Road 672 in Lithia, two miles west of County Road 39, <laughs> is a pretty dark place. I don't know. I think at least a mile and a half of it is lit up <laughs> near Lithia. You're making that up. Yeah, of course. Um, of course. So, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, that's bigger than a log. 11-foot alligator is big, big. That's like as big as a tree across the road. I know, but if you're just like going one of... These like dark, I mean, I grew uh, up on dark true. country roads, yeah, like absolutely true. no lights. You can't see anything until you're like on top of it. I know. But it's not like the alligator jumped in front of his car. This isn't a deer. No, no, no. This it's isn't like, wee. Uh, CNN reminds us that Florida and Louisiana have the nation's largest alligator populations with around 1.3 million wild alligators in Florida alone. But they're one, one down now. According to the FWC the florida fish and wildlife commission we do not have alligators in the keys we have that one crocodile but we yeah. do not have alligators well in the keys. there's that gator in the blue hole and he like and his mate gator. are notable yeah, because they are no the, that's right the two of them yeah that's right you where you go to the everglades <laughs> who's just saying to me like they're like we're gonna go to the everglades and my mom was like do you think we'll see a alligator in the everglades and they're like you cannot not see an alligator in it's the called everglades. alligator alley they're they're literally littering the ground left and right of the the freeway is a canal and then there's all the alligators hanging if out. you don't want to have an encounter with an alligator do not walk around in the everglades even walking down the road we took that we had that um ultra race the fakahachi one we saw a bunch of alligators so many like ran just right next to the yeah the pond containers. the alligator ponds <laughs> that was a fun time <laughs> anyway so anyway uh there you go the sheriff's office will conduct a standard fatal crash investigation to determine what factors may have contributed, but I suspect it was there was an alligator and he decided to hang out in the road where cars go. Because nice warm asphalt. Yep. I mean, an 11-foot alligator needs a lot of warmth. Yeah, no kidding. He's not nuclear-powered. He's got sun power. Yep. There you go. That's awfully close to a dinosaur, frankly, <laughs> to be honest. That's uh, that's my story. Yeah. Do, should we talk about the other um, keys story that I read today? Now, do you want to do that today or do you want to save it for the main pod? Today. We're not saving anything. Exciting things will happen during this oh. week. We can fill people in then. Okay. Sure. Uh, man arrested for damaging sewer system. Which is a boring headline, but it made me wonder what's going on. A 30-year-old plantation key man was arrested Friday for intentionally closing a sewer valve at an Isla Morada resort causing thousands of dollars in damages. What a weird story. I wonder what happened. I'm going to read this next part in like radio voice. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Cole Allen Peacock was charged with tampering with or damaging a sewer system and criminal mischief. 
The property manager at the Islands of Isla Morada Resort noted that the lift station was not working on March 3rd, 2022. The lift station? Lift station. Huh. He discovered that the lift pump was damaged due to the lack of sewage flowing from the resort to the village of Isla Morada's main sewer line. He contacted Village of Isla Morada Public Works, and it was determined that the issue was caused by a closed sewage valve. Not a clogged sewage valve. Closed. Closed. Gee, I wonder what happened to the closed valve. While Public Works were on the scene, the manager received a phone call from Peacock. Now, the article's not written well. Peacock is the guy who got arrested. Yeah. Yep. Okay. While the public's work, while Public Works was on the scene, the manager received a phone call from Peacock inquiring about a sewage backup. Peacock works for a company that services lift stations like the one in question. The manager thought it was odd to receive a phone call from Peacock, who <laughs> already appeared to know about the issue. That's Pe- hilarious. That's Pe- <laughs> NCIS-worthy work right there. Peacock never said he was the person who closed the valve at that time. The closed valve caused $3,338 in damages. Detective Daryl Dunham investigated and viewed security camera footage (laughs) of Peacock on resort property probing the ground. It was later learned that he was looking for the sewer valve. I wonder how they learned that. Detective Durham interviewed Peacock and he initially denied any wrongdoing before admitting he closed the valve. This is so hard to investigate when the guy confesses a warrant was later issued for his arrest peacock was booked into jail on friday that's hilarious what a scam <laughs> like hey uh i hear you have a sewage backup that i caused <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> maybe you I'm better sh- hire my company to come fix that i'm you guys. uniquely qualified to fix the problem that i caused <laughs> i think that's just a funny little man trust no one Oh, hey, I'm looking at my Golden Ratio podcast folder, and I have a file called No Rules. Whoa. No Rules. And it says, Ingo's mom teaching swear words. Yeah, you've been teach- You've been building up to a No Rules podcast for a I while. I just keep notes so we don't forget stuff like yeah, now. Because it's been a billion years since the last No Rules podcast. It has, it has been a billion years. That's um, true. A billion is a good unit. Yeah, I mean, I remember this is the story. Let me... Go so for it. Everyone just settle down. I'm going to tell a story. <clears throat> this is a story from my life, free of charge. <laughs> that is not me for once. That is Chen. Jingling and jangling her strawberry slushy. <laughs> spritz. Sorry, spritz. Um, when I was... Whew, I think it was like eight or nine i we were living in australia and i was little we'd lived in australia for four years and we were preparing to move back to germany yep my dad got transferred back so i was gonna you know go back to germany yep and i must have expressed i don't know what i expressed the 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 incident that i was talking about was my mom was concerned about me fitting back in in germany after four years right i left when I was three, I was getting back when I was going to be eight. I was going to be in whatever grade that is, third grade, I think. And I think she wanted to make sure I was I was integrated into German culture and society. So she, t- I remember this. She taught me German swear words so I could, so I would understand them <laughs> and maybe not get bullied. I'm not sure what her thought was, that are, so I could understand them and perhaps use them. But I think she was mostly concerned with understanding them. But, of course, I could also use them. 
I mean, that's pretty nice. It's very thoughtful, actually. <laughs> um, and so I think she taught me the, some of these swear words in German, which we spoke at home, right? We, were, we always have spoken German at home. Um, but, like, I wasn't learning curse words from her. Yeah. There were no Germans around in Australia. It was just the family, right? So she was like, well, you haven't heard these these swear words, and I don't want you to be embarrassed if someone uses it or calls you that, for God forbid. I don't think she thought, oh, it, yeah. I don't think she thought it through that much, but this is sort of me ascribing good motivations and thought-out rationales to this. Yeah. And I think, like, within the week... I was mad at her for something, and I used one of the <gasps> swear words against her. No, you didn't. Her. Uh, yeah, I think I cursed at her. Oh, no. In German. So she must have, you know, been proud, <gasps> but also, you know, <laughs> tried to not make me use that language. How did that go over? I mean, you know. Oh, that would not have gone over well if I had tried that in my we house. Didn't, we didn't have that much of a disciplinarian household the way you did. Yikes. Your parents also wouldn't have taught you curse words. <laughs> no, that's probably true. Jen, we're concerned you don't know what an asshole is. <laughs> let, let me explain. If someone says asshole, this is what they mean. But I remember her wow. saying, giving me like some German words and thing, saying, this is a word. This is what this means. This is how it's used. Man. She was a teacher. You know, she, <laughs> she yeah. was teaching me stuff. It's just such a weird little snippet that I have sometimes. Uh, yeah, sometimes you have these memories that are stuck. Do you yeah. remember specifically any of the words that she taught you? <sighs> no, I, I'm, I'm guessing it was like Scheiße and Arschloch and I mean, it was a very, oh, you know, they weren't the newest, <laughs> they yeah, weren't the yeah. newest insults or curse words. Um, but I think she was concerned that I even know the classics, <laughs> the basics. We've been watching, I've been trying to work harder on my German and, uh, yeah. I was like, Ingo, we got to talk more German, which you've been really good about. Fine with, yeah. Yeah. Um, But we've also been watching more Bernd das Brot, (laughs) which we've talked about in a regular podcast before. Surreal. It's so good. It is surreal. (laughs) Willkommen in Kika Lounge mit deinem chill coach Bernd das Brot. In German, they'd say it's Quatsch, which is just like Albaner Quatsch. Just, Just goofy... It's like goofy stuff. Yeah. Like, kind of like Monty Python, where it's just kind of weird stuff. It's super weird. It's yeah. not at all like Monty Python. Uh, I don't except know. Except for being weird. Monty, Monty Python's weird. Yeah. But like the vibe of Ben Das Brot, you wouldn't go like, oh, it kind of reminds me of Monty Python. Hmm. No, it's it's true. It's weirder. It's way weirder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, first, starting with the fact that he's a loaf of bread. <laughs> with a little sentient, short arms. Sentient loaf of bread, yes. Who's, who's constantly, like, thrown into having to be on the Kika Lounge. Bernd, euer Kika chill coach. Chill coach. Bernd, das Brot. And then he's all like, mist, and trying to get out of it. And he's like, God damn it. Ich hasse euch. Yeah, and he calls it the white hell because it's just kind of like a white room. Yeah. Weiss Hola. Weiss a lot of Hola, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, e- again, even if you don't speak any German, if you just need like a dose of weird in your life, it's all over YouTube. Just band, like B-E-R-N-D, band das Brot. Yeah. And th- most of them have English subtitles. So It's very nihilistic. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's great. So we've been watching more of him. Yeah, yeah, band das Brot. Yeah. 
so your mom teaching you swear words. Uh, that, was, that was one of the things. Yep, 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 yeah, yep. that was the only thing on my. That's the only thing on your list. This vaunted on the no list rules. that you've been saving up. You've been saying things like, "We'll talk about it on a no rules podcast." I mean, that's just to get you to leave me alone you've a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I knew it. Curses. Uh, I'm looking here to see if there's I was going to say. Else. I was going to say something. I, let me interject, please, while you search your apparently crappy notes for this, like. <gasps> For this uh, thing that you've been promising for months that oh you know God. we're going to discuss, <laughs> I know it's not good. Hmm. I mean, the no rules implies no preparation, so it's all fine. It's all fair, fair, fair and square. Oh, like people are saying, I'm a hero for driving Voods up. That's me. I say that. I, I know you also say that. Like it's just something that had to be done. We need to drive him up there, and then Jen was like, "Well, but." You did it, and I didn't have to do it. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And you offered to do it, and I said, no, let me do it. Yeah, and it's because, like, there have been a lot of times in my life where I have been in a situation where I'm supposed to be part of a team, whether that's being in a family with someone or, you know, on an actual team or working on a project. And what happens is that it's like, okay, so here's all the things as a team <laughs> That we're supposed to do. Here's Some, a, someone needs to do this. Let's make a list. Here's all the stuff that has to get done. Whether it's like household chores or administrative duties or all the work that needs to get done on a project or whatever. Yeah. Here's all the stuff that we need to do. Go ahead and do that, Jen. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. Like yeah. I just end up having to do everything. Yeah. So it's it's kind of shocking and refreshing and lovely to me that it's like, okay, well, Voods needs to go to Miami. That's a six hour round trip. Uh, there's two of us. And in many, many times in my life where I have been in units that were supposed to share burdens, <laughs> it would just be like, uh, Jen, go ahead and take him up there and uh, please come back right away because the dogs are going to need breakfast in the morning. So oh just God. turn right around and get back here for You've that. You've just been in crappy relationships. Yeah. I have, <laughs> but even like, you know, grad school project, this is why, like, I never require my students to do group projects in my classes. You I, are a saint for that. I give the them the option, right? Like you can do a group project and you know, if there's two of you in the group, it's twice as much work as if you do it alone, but you're welcome to do it alone because all the group projects I was in, especially when I was in grad school, there was this one girl who I was like kind of friends with for a while. And I like broke up with her as a friend <laughs> at some point uh not the brightest girl who somehow managed to get into grad school and was way over her head yeah um i was getting my phd but she was doing the w when you get a phd a lot of the time you do the coursework and when you're done with the coursework you kind of get a master's degree and then continue on with your research to get your phd but there's people who just come in and get their masters it's it's not always like that but that's a, a pretty common model so i was getting my phd i actually already had a master's degree uh but you still have to do the coursework this girl was getting her master's so she was not planning on doing research and she would pick her classes based on which classes i was in and then we always had these group projects and she'd always be like we're gonna be in a group together and then she would not do a goddamn thing i just ended up doing the whole which group like, project myself people do in in like high school, maybe elementary school, maybe, but this is like grad school. Yeah. Come on. She, I know. She's supposed to be there to want to learn. Yeah. No, 
I think she ended up like getting a real estate license or something and not being a computer scientist. <sighs> she could have figured that one out earlier. I know. I'm not, uh, not going to grad school. Maybe. Anyway, it's not just like my bad romantic relationships. Many, I, I, I mean, it happens so much that clearly I am part of the problem that I end up in these situations well, where yeah. <clears throat> there's supposed to be a shared burden and I get the whole burden. So yeah, it's just very nice that you share the burden and go. Of course, I'm happy to. But you also, like you were support, you were up the whole time. You were awake until I docked at three o'clock that's true you got me to hotel room you like call the you know there's super it's super teamwork i'm by and i wouldn't be mad if you just were like i'm tired i'm gonna have to go to bed at midnight yeah and i would you know how late it is handled it i would have it wouldn't have (laughs) but i wouldn't have seen it as a problem right i mean like you know one of us does this and the other person is taking care of the five dogs we have at home i mean it's not it's fair burden sharing yeah I think this whole group work stuff, this all happened after I, I think I'm too old for this, but I've only ever heard about group work from people who are highly motivated and were getting, wanted to get good grades. And for them, group work was always a nightmare because there's always a team member who doesn't have those attributes. For sure. And so you're dragging along dead weight. Yeah. Anyway, good job. Sure. All right. Here's another note that I have that could be a thing for you to talk about. Okay. I've this is in our our notes of things to talk about with super followers. We've got a lot of content here, and so I have a, a heading called Insights from GR Dad. Oh no. And <laughs> I'm supposed to have insights. One of them is tell me about American bread. Oh, it's not very good. <laughs> See, this is clearly something we th- that had come up before because I'm like, I'm just going to write, tell me about American bread, and then you're just going to go with, like you just did. Yeah, and you're like, this is boring. I don't want to talk about it in the regular podcast. It's go for it, Ingo. Boring. It has nothing to do with dogs. I'll work in dogs. I'll work them in. Okay. I don't know how yet, but I'm going to work on it. Oh, I mean, I, it's always nice going to Europe, France, Germany, not so much England, but France or Germany or or maybe even, you know, some of the low countries and having really good bread. And there's like a whole culture of good bread that is baked every night without fail and done pretty locally still. Yep. And here you have a lot of bagged bread. It's, you know, America's catching up like with the breweries and stuff. America's making efforts to catch up and have good bakeries, but it's still so... The scale is so much bigger, right? So to keep it cheap here. Yeah. But in Germany, it's a real thing to go go down to the baker in the morning to have to get the fresh rolls, get Boitchen. And people do it on Sundays. Yeah. Except Sundays, you have to go to the gas station to do it because the baker has to be closed. Mm, gas station bread. They have bakers now. Attached. <laughs> I've talked about this. The only way to get around the Sunday closing rules is to, you're allowed to sell travel supplies, travel Essential travel supplies. So mm-hmm. gas station, you know, stores are allowed to stay open on Sundays. And so anything you can get at a gas station store on, it, you know, at your shell, you're allowed to sell even on Sunday. So you can go get magazines. You can go get, you know, the equivalent, the German equivalent of beef jerky. Um, but a lot of the gas stations have now attached bakeries. And so they have like fresh rolls on Sunday morning. Hmm. 
because otherwise you have to get them on Saturday. I don't know if I want a gas station roll. They're good. They're baker rolls. Germans would not tolerate less. If it's not, <laughs> if it's not good, they wouldn't sell them. I, Ger- mm. This is the German nö. <laughs> I think we talked about this, where it's like in Germany, the answer is often, then the business should not exist. <laughs> if the bread is not good on Sunday, then at the gas station, then it should not exist and they won't sell it. Then it won't happen. It has to be exactly as good as a bakery uh-huh. that, that you would find on Saturday or Except on Monday. Except it's next to the gas pumps. It's in the little store. It's not, it's not, it's not drenched in gasoline. I mean, are you sure? Yeah, I am sure. I've had it. <laughs> We've gone to get rolls at the gas station. Gas station bread. My brother and I. Yes, it's fresh rolls. They they wake up at four like any other European baker and bake the stuff. But they're attached to a gas station. Have to be to stay open on <laughs> Sunday. Yes. Wait, why don't you just change the rule and let a regular bakery be open on Sunday? Because then the devil wins. <laughs> then we don't go to church on Sunday or some something bad must happen because in Germany you still have everything closed on Sunday. Wait, are gas stations church? No, they're travel essentials. <laughs> To get to church, maybe. See, uh, hmm. So you can visit your family. If if people are going to the gas station to buy brochen mm-hmm. on Sundays, mm-hmm. why would you not just let them go to a bakery to buy brochen on Sundays? Because you don't want to make the baker work on Sundays. But he's already working, you said. It's a whole thing. I, I'm asking you to explain the thing. I think the bakers, I'm leaning further out of the window on this one. I think the bakers at the gas station bakeries are not unionized the way the bakers are are you making this up entirely right yeah, now but like it's the unions that prevent <laughs> people from working on sundays they're like it's a day of rest guys we negotiated really hard to have you know sunday off we're gonna not allow people to like sneak work on sundays hmm. so yeah here's a note from october 27th 2019 for our podcast, which 2019. I, I feel like we may, yeah, it says give an update on the queso vestibular syndrome. Oh, have you seen a ghost? Question mark. I, which I know we did talk about on the podcast. Yeah, your stair ghost, your step ghost, steps ghost. And then it just says vink story, <laughs> whatever that was. And then pedophile barbecue. <laughs> pedophile barbecue and iguana gatora. These are two oh, notes. Oh man, that's a real mystery. I think Iguanagatora probably was supposed to be Iguana Gator, and I'm guessing it was a story about an iguana getting eaten by a gator, maybe? I have no idea what pedophile BBQ means. Do you know? Because at some point I wrote that down as a thing we could talk about. I mean, on October 27th, 20. No, that sounds grim. Oh, here, all right, I just Googled pedophile barbecue. <laughs> Wait, it's a thing? This brings me to a story from uh, my childhood local ABC7 in Chicago. The headline is, quote, Barbecue all the child molesters. Florida man accused of trying to set multiple people on fire. Ah. Kissimmee, Florida. This is right outside of Orlando. A Florida man is in jail after he was accused of trying to kill sex offenders, authorities said. According to investigators, George tried to set the men on fire. He's been charged with four counts of attempted premeditated murder. I think that kind of vigilantism is bad. Osceola County detectives say George confessed to deputies he tried to kill multiple people at the Friendly Village Inn. What? Just at the inn? Yep. (laughs) After his March 7th arrest, George said he arrived at the motel to, quote, barbecue all the child molesters on fire and kill them. (laughs) 
Wow. WESH2 reported that two of the four victims are convicted sex offenders. Witnesses told deputies that George made several threats, screaming, I'm going to kill you, child molester, oh and began goodness. throwing gasoline on their <gasps> front door. Oui. When asked by deputies why he did not carry out his threats, George said, quote, you got here too soon. <laughs> George remains behind bars at the Osceola County Jail. He's being held on no bond. He probably shouldn't have talked to the cops. None of those statements really helped him. Well, you it's, know. it's amazing how powerful the right to remain silent is. Yeah. Well, well there you go. Boy, this no is how far back I am in our stuff to talk about. 2019. October 2019. That was like 17 years ago. Or or two. Oh, no. Three. This can't have been three, two and three five, yeah. seven. Uh, it's, it's, it's another lifetime. That was way pre-pandemic. It was. Ugh. We thought everything was going to be okay. We still had queso. We did. Those were days, man. By the way, I'm uh, pretty regularly, most days, posting uh, on this day in 2019 videos on our Instagram story. So if you go, I, I realized this last month that not everybody knows this. Because um, I was like, hey, I tweeted, hey, if you have Instagram, could you please go watch our story so I can take Mark Zuckerberg's money? And a bunch of people, I realized, didn't know how to watch stories on Instagram, which you wouldn't unless you're like a regular Instagram user. So... On Instagram, like if you go to our page, like go to Instagram and search for the Golden Ratio 4, there's going to be like the little icon with our profile picture. And if you click on the profile picture, it plays our story, which is just like a... It's not intuitive at all. No. It, it's like a Twitter... What were they called? I don't know, but I expect if I click on the icon that the icon gets bigger. That's but what no, you would it think. Plays no, it plays story. No. It plays the story. Yeah. Um, and so it'll just, it plays a, you know, series. It's kind of like the snaps on Snapchat. Like it plays just the videos in sequence. Um, so I'm downloading old stuff from Snapchat, our Snapchat archive and posting old videos there. So if you want some queso and boyfriend Riley and the Swizz, uh, they show up there almost every day. I Aren't post. you competing with the on this day GR golden ratio the fan Twitter account? account? I, I mean, are you competing? You're going to put them out of business. That's fine. I mean, it's my content. I, <laughs> the GR on this day is a great fan account. Yeah, it but, is. Because um, it has little comments and has photos. I mean, they're just posting our content, which I'm happy for them to do, but I'm not really like, oh no, I'm posting my own content that somebody else is posting. Like, I'm not worried about that. I was kind of joking. Mm -hmm. Yet you brought it up anyway. Successful. <laughs> I, pro I poked the bear. Now I got to run away. Yeah, seriously, you got to live with the bear tonight. I like the bear. <laughs> uh, I like this clearing out the notes stuff. I know, this is brilliant. Notes. The Bur thing is, it's, it's mixed up with uh, Murders in Paradise Ugh. notes. Which is just guilt. The, all of them I are know, red with guilt. So red and guilt. I have notes on a Golden Ratio Book 3. We don't even have a Golden Ratio Book 2 yet. <laughs> well, but I have GR Book 3. At least you have plans. Puppy is born, it starts with. Aww. So that's interesting. Yeah. Got some misfiled stuff here. Oh, I've, here's one. We were at one point going to do a podcast where I would record sounds of the dogs drinking and panting and then play them blindly. Like, yes. here's a sample number three. And we would see which of us could correctly guess the examples it says file number 34 is hops 38 is jasmine 39 is riley 40 is hops and 11 is jasmine uh <laughs> this so is your notes yeah 
So I, I guess I like took these audio recordings and then I quickly gave them a number so I didn't remember who it was, right? So I could like also do the competition with you. Well, did you get it cleared by an IRB? Uh, would not require IRB approval for this kind of study. That's and what every researcher would say of their own research. Not true. Most of my studies require IRBs, but this one would not. Because it's just you. And I'm not publishing it. Just me. We could open it up to the fans, though, too. We could. If I if I were not going to publish it, like if I just did it as a BuzzFeed-style quiz, whatever, that's fine. You don't need IRB for that. If I'm Tur- using turns out a lot of them were grunts and groans. Yeah. Test identifying panting, drinking, barking. That's what I wrote down. This was the time. Oh, by the way, people should feel free to find see if the Schmeek sounds is still on Apple Music. Yeah, it used to be there. That's right. Which is just two or three minutes of Schmeek snoring and grunting and like making little nightmare sounds. So, yeah. Here's what I just found, Ingo. The transcript. We don't do transcripts anymore for any of the podcasts. Like I've just got notes, like I say, like bullet points to talk about. But here I have the transcript for episode one of the Golden Ratio podcast. Whoa. May 1st, 2018. Episode one. (laughs) Let me read this to you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our very first episode of the Golden Ratio podcast. I'm Jen, the Golden Ratio mom, hanging out with the Golden Ratio dad. Do you want to go by just GR dad? You get I have to, to I don't have the script in front of me. Sure. It doesn't have an answer for you. It's yeah. just for me. Sure. If you're new to us, we're the two humans who live with five wonderful golden retrievers, Vinkman Hoppy Mag Vinkman Hopper, Maggie Jasmine, and Queso. And basically we're gonna talk about them and dogs and other random stuff for ten or fifteen minutes each week. <laughs> wow, we we're, were under ambitious. We're gonna start off with a drink each episode tonight. We're drinking a painkiller, the cocktail I'm <sighs> obsessed with at the moment. So good. That hasn't changed. No, I called it navel rum instead of navy rum. Like rum from your navel, I guess. Gross. Ooh, I don't know. That sounds pretty good, actually. And then it says, hey, dear dad, do you know why it's called navy strength rum? Because it makes you drunker. No, do you remember? We we heard this. What time. it is? Yeah, that the, it, uh, it was the rum issued to the British soldiers. Yeah, but why does it have to be a particular strength? I don't remember that exactly. So if it spills on the gunpowder, the gunpowder will still burn. It still burns. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Good one. Good one. All right. 2018. 2018. It was a while till we started this, I guess. I thought we'd been doing this in parallel with the Twitter the whole time, but we did not. We started the Twitter in 2016. I think it's because I was resisting to. You absolutely did not want to do this podcast. And now you're like, hey, Jen, how about we podcast tonight? Well, I'm starting to slightly believe that people are interested in listening to me this was a problem in 2018 yeah that's true i didn't think you wanted to listen to me i mean i like talking to you that's what you keep saying and i was like this certainly she doesn't mean it (laughs) but i'll tell her anyway about you know what i had for lunch and you're like oh that's very interesting this was was a problem that we had for a long time i'd be like so what do you have for lunch today and you'd be like hmm I'd be like, why won't you tell me? Like, lunch. I don't care, but like, you won't tell me what you had for lunch? And you're like, I can't imagine you actually want to know what I had for lunch. And I was like, I literally am interested in what I had for lunch. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just lunch, but it was, I mean, I was self-censoring everything because I was like, oh, it's just boring work stuff at, during the day. And then I was like, I think she really means it. She's interested and wants to know. And then oh. I started telling you and I was like, oh, she is interested and wants to know. I'm like, why won't he tell me anything he's doing? Like, what is his secret job? It was boring. 
Yeah. I th- I, I thought didn't think so. I thought so. All right, dear dad. Anything else you want to add? I've I've made it obviously all the way to the end of my podcast notes. Yeah. No, I mean just random stuff. We just saw this like thing on TV that reminded me of the show in Australia I used to work where watch as a kid, the Thunderbirds. I think that was on here as well. Yeah, well, you, you, yeah. you've watched it, but uh, we used to get up at seven in the morning and watch it. And uh, seven in the morning on Sundays, it was only on once a week. I did not watch Thunderbirds. Like, Thunderbirds I know what was it is. Cool. It, it is way, way before my time. It was like the BBC must have had these like animatronic puppets because this show is just like it and the puppets look just like it, this movie. Yeah. Um, but it, Thunderbirds is like these little puppets that are very lifelike. The pupils move. Um, acting out this script. They're marionettes, I guess. I can see the wires. Yeah. Um, and this was this like family of crime fighters with the, which had the, the coolest gadgets in the world. It debuted in September 1965. I didn't watch it live. <laughs> and was <laughs> exported to around 30 countries during the 1960s. Um, I was not alive. It was the seventies. Never mind. It wasn't that far. I wasn't that far (laughs) off. I was not alive. Anyway, Thunderbirds. Yeah, I mean, I like generally know what it is. Uh, It aired until 1969. I mean, you weren't really alive for most of that, anyway. No, big effect on my childhood, though. Uh, That was awesome. Yeah, Uh, but I'm sure it was on reruns. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else you want to add? Nope. That's it. That was my random note from, you know, from my mental notes. From from the last 10 minutes. Which are pretty sparse. My mental notes, I got to say. <laughs> You're lucky to find things in there. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us for this No Rules podcast. I oh. hope it lived up to all of your expectations or... Which there shouldn't be any because no rules. I was going to say even better that you had no expectations. Nope. And uh, until next time in a few days... Slava Ukraini. Mm-hmm. And don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Yeah. Agree with both. Bye. Bye.